Hello and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. I'm Bruce Edwards. Today, paying for the new development goals. It's important, I think, the advanced economies take on board fully the recognition that more aid is needed. Helping the poorest countries in the world is too important. Eight simple development goals set by the United Nations back in 2000 focused the world's attention and much of its aid towards lifting people out of extreme poverty. And while the UN says the Millennium Development Goals in 15 years have effectively reduced poverty levels, member countries are proposing to expand this effort for the next 15 years through a much broader set of goals. The 17 new Sustainable Development Goals are expected to be adopted at a special UN summit in New York in September. But next week, UN member countries and international institutions will gather in Addis Ababa to secure financing for the new goals. The IMF board recently approved a package of proposals that Managing Director Christine Lagarde will present at the conference, which include extending zero-interest loans to fragile states and countries hit by natural disasters. Sean Nolan is Deputy Director in the IMF's Strategy, Policy and Review Department. I asked him what the IMF's role will be at the conference and how it might help finance the new goals. The ADIS conference is about financing development. Uh, For us, this is not a question of trying to add up all the possible needs and then all, all the possible sources of money. Our view is rather than trying to do the adding up exercise, is partly to recognize that most of these flows, most of these financing flows, result from economic policies. The focus of our thinking about the process is economic policies. I think a very important idea in the Monterey consensus, which was the financing package associated with the Millennium Development Goals in 2002, very strong idea of saying each country is responsible for its own development. And then secondarily, no less important, The international community is responsible for delivering a favorable, enabling environment in which developing countries can prosper, including by providing them with aid and with technical support where needed. And that idea, I think, everybody accepts because it leaves the country in the driver's seat, but also recognizes that countries may be able to do it on their own, but they'll be able to do an awful lot more if they get the assistance that they need from more advanced economies, better off countries. So what is uh, the IMF going to bring to the table? Well, let me mention the package. As I said, much of what we do covers the whole issue of promoting financing flows internationally, including to developing countries. In looking at uh, what we were doing, we did a sort of a cross assessment of our various activities and identified a number of areas where we needed to do more. One area was to provide higher access to IMF resources for developing countries generally, actually. Uh, And so last week, our executive board increased the access levels, the amounts of funds that uh, low-income countries could borrow from the IMF, increased them by 50%. All the levels, annual limits, overall limits, they were all increased by 50%, uh, which we think is an important financing contribution to giving countries a larger safety net the assurance they can borrow more money from the fund if they face adverse shocks. We operate within a tight budget constraint. We only have a certain amount of resources to provide 
concessional loans, uh, but we're targeting them better towards the poorest countries. On the sort of what I called earlier, the technical assistance and support for capacity building side, uh, we're focusing our efforts on a, three or four areas that we see as being key. One is domestic revenue mobilization, meaning strengthening uh, developing countries' tax policies and tax administration. This is, I think, something that leaders in the South are very much calling for, more assistance, more help, because they realize a lot more money can be collected, both from the domestic uh, economy, but also from foreign companies operating in the country. A second area we're active is in the area of infrastructure. The multilateral development banks do project loans. They do, they help finance power stations, dams, whatever. We don't do that. That's not our mandate. We lend to governments only, not for projects, just in support of their economic programs. But to sort of facilitate the infrastructure drive, as you know, there's very large infrastructure gaps in many developing countries. Poor countries definitely need much more electricity. They need better roads. These are essential elements for development. It's a very expensive endeavor. Of course, it generates large benefits over a long period of time, but the upfront cost is very high. We're going to seek to try and assist countries in identifying within the public sector where are the areas of public investment management that need to be strengthened to ensure countries get better deals, implement projects faster. That's going to be the focus of our attention, strengthening the capacity of the public sector to manage public investment. A third area I think that we, we emphasize is the issue of supporting fragile and conflict-affected states, dealing with the challenges countries such as uh, uh, Mali or Central African Republic face is not an easy, cha- not an easy challenge. Uh, it requires a lot of trial and error, a lot of commitment to being engaged over the medium term, uh, but it's clearly an essential area for engagement. And the fourth and last area I'd emphasize is our programs, particularly with, with lower income countries, already have a strong emphasis on poverty reduction. In fact, the, the concessional funds that we've been provided with by donors is focused on poverty reduction and growth. So they're already in some ways center stage in, in our IMF programs with the countries. But we see a need to sort of place greater emphasis on inclusion ensuring the gains of economic growth are more evenly distributed, ensuring that large sections of the population are not left behind again. Because I think without addressing the, what I'll call the inclusion equity issues, um, the social sustainability of growth is very much open to question. So, uh, I mean, the Millennium Goals that I set in 2000 were fairly uh, focused, and, and some would say that they were fairly effective because they were focused. Um, wh- why is this new set of goals so much broader and, and so much more expensive? Well, I think the reason there's a lot more uh, objectives being set in the new sustainable development goals in part reflects the success of the MDGs, the extent to which they captured the public imagination, the extent to which they provided a strong rationale for aid flows from the north to the south, for example, not merely through governments, but through philanthropic organizations and and through sort of general private donations as well. Um, I think what drives in part the approach of having a wider set of targets is a recognition that economic growth by itself doesn't solve everything. 
that there's the environment environmental impact issue with with climate change evolving global warming proceeding uh, some that's something that clearly needs to be addressed for all 193 countries so what are you hoping that you might see uh, member countries uh, the international community bring to Addis um, I think there has to be a shared understanding of the priorities for developing countries and the priorities for the advanced countries uh, that each understands who's responsible for what it's important I think the advanced economies take on board fully the, the, the recognition that more aid is needed many of them as you know face difficult budgetary problems because of the economic downturn over the last several years. But in a sense, helping the poorest countries in the world is more important. It's too important to forget about. That was Sean Nolan, Deputy Director in the IMF's Strategy, Policy and Review Department, talking about the IMF's package of proposals to help finance the new Sustainable Development Goals, which will be presented in Addis Ababa at the third international conference on financing for development. You can read more about the IMF's proposals at imf.org. While you're there, you can listen to more podcasts like this one or go to soundcloud.com slash imf-podcasts. <laughs>